Kia ora and welcome everyone to the Kiwi Running Show. It's great to be back. Uh, my name is Hayden Sherman and I'm joined from over the other side of the Tasman, Stefan Smith. Welcome back to the show. Hey mate, how are you going? You going good? I am, yeah, I'm doing great actually. Yeah, got in a little surf today and it was actually my, my last day at work um, at my the job I've been in for just over three years, um, working for a marketing agency here in Taranaki. So Handed in my notice, and um, today I was able to get out for a little surf and enjoy enjoy some freedom. <laughs> yeah, so, nice. yeah, so it's going to be a cool little transition. I've, I've got another marketing yeah, role, but it's only for yeah. I'm going to a, a, a place called Learner Me, and they do lots of online education um, stuff and mm-hmm. train people in IT. So I'll be yeah doing marketing for them, but it's just seventeen hours a week, so that's freeing me up to. Do a bit more coaching and, um, yeah, got some some interesting projects that I'm sort of looking at rolling out um, that we'll be able to talk to probably um, probably next episode. We should have some wheels in motion, but we're just trying to, um, yeah, get things rolling with that. So looking to do, um, really looking to do some stuff in the school space. Um, yeah, so watch this, watch this space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and how are you? change yeah yeah good man i um had a good little threshold run this morning at about six o'clock and then kind of just getting into my day and i've i've recently kind of changed around a few sessions and um working with a coach a bit more as well to help me out and um yeah just kind of loving friday as a session day which isn't typical of my past but um it kind of feels like the weekend is longer too. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like you've done your session and you're like, oh, work's going to be easy, feel good, got my run done and the day goes pretty quick and then the the weekend just feels real long too, which is nice. So, yeah. That's cool. Rather than thinking like you got to do the hard session on the Saturday and then long run on the Sunday, that's your traditional weekend day. Yeah, yeah. And then I can enjoy a few more beers after work, I think, as well, which is um, probably the main thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> choice now we've um we've we've con- kind of gone back into partial lockdown i don't know what life's like over in um new south wales at the moment but uh, you're probably aware of what's been going on in new zealand with a little covid yeah. outbreak in auckland and that's sort of put the rails on a whole bunch of events and um it was it's a shame because in the last episode we were talking like Straight out of lockdown, we're entering a big season of races and we've just seen like most of them had to cancel or like severely um, alter how they're offering it. So, yeah, what's the story over in in Australia at the moment? Are are there any races going on? Nah, man, it sucks. eh? We're we're in a bad way. We um, New South Wales is actually fine, but... There, like there's very minimal cases all the time. Um, like there's actually zero at the moment in Wollongong, um, where I am, but there's like not really that many in New South Wales. Like it's been quite contained. Um, but like state champs were cancelled, nationals were cancelled. Like they're basically anywhere where you have to travel to get to a race, like they're, they're oh, limiting yeah. that those travel movements and. Because Australia is pretty damn damn big, like New South, New South Wales is pretty massive, it, um, you know, it just kind of can bump up that risk of any potential community transmission, I guess. Um, yeah, so just bring those that, vectors together, eh? Yeah, so keeping that to a minimum. But, um, 
you've seen kind of initiatives where they've done like a few online and virtual kind of challenges and stuff, which has been pretty cool. But um, yeah, otherwise on the race front, yeah, not really. Um, there's only a few places in Australia where they've kind of, uh, they had, a, I think, a half marathon up around Sunshine Coast the other week and over in WA where like, it's pretty isolated over there, man. There's like no, no chance of um, stuff happening over there. So and plus borders sure. are closed too anyway, so like we can't travel into mm-hmm. like Queensland and stuff like that um, without having to isolate for two weeks if we wanted to anyway. So, And then um, Victoria obviously has been in lockdown for like six weeks and that's been extended and, yeah, they're, they're having a rough time. They're only allowed out for like an hour each day for exercise and stuff. So, um, That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. next level down there. I feel really, really yeah. bad. Totally. If you're thinking of buying a treadmill, now's a really good time to do it just in case we go into lockdown like that where you're actually only allowed out for short periods eh, and you need to get that long run done. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it, it's challenging. So I'm just looking at the Rotorua Marathon website at the moment, which is planned for 26th of September. Um, they are going to make the call on Monday. So that's 14th September. By the time you guys listen to this, it'll be that call will be have made and it's the same with I think the road relay champs coming up shortly uh, which I think are going to be in fielding again um, so that's they're only going to go ahead if it's level one so we're we're, we're at level two or level 2.5 in New Zealand so um, yeah it'll be interesting to see if they can if they can go ahead um, I know the national secondary schools cross country has been cancelled which I'm gutted about as just down the road from from my place in Hawara. Um, so I was going to be on the mic there next weekend. Um, that's been cancelled. And I guess the it's really tricky for the school secondaries. Like we're going to talk shortly about the New Zealand Cross Country Challenge, which was held um, a couple of weekends ago. Um, mm-hmm. But for New Zealand secondary schools, the, the fields are just so much bigger. Um, like you're talking two or 300 people in one one start line so mm. whereas national cross challenge um that was like yes 50 to about 80 or 90 so it was kind of perfect size to fit under that 100 limit um yeah it's um it's it's hard man it's hard to train for this stuff so like thoughts go out to all of you guys and girls who are slogging doing the workouts hoping that there's going to be a race coming up and um yeah, still sticking to your guns, even with all the uncertainty. It's definitely definitely challenging. On the show today, we have a bunch of interviews from uh, the New Zealand Cross Country Challenge. I was about to say Cross Country Champs, but of course, Auckland couldn't make it. So the status of the, the event was changed to just the challenge rather than the championship, which I think was a good move and it was definitely... Um, yeah, good work by Athletics New Zealand to still put on a, a show like it's um, on a on an event. It's it's hard to cancel these events a few days out when everyone's you know invested quite a lot in transport and um, hotels and everything. So yeah, I was stoked that it went ahead. Um, but let's talk about the the results. Did did you manage to catch any of the action, Stefan? Yeah, I did. I did a little bit. I saw. Um... Mainly the senior men's race. Um, 
because uh, yeah, I was a bit pressed for time that day, but I did manage to see most of that, um, which was a bit of a, cl- a clinic. Um, and uh, it, it was it kind of more highlighted, I guess, for me how strong bloody Hayden is at the moment because um, the the guys behind him are no no schmucks. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. He obviously got after it, um, which um, maybe the gap would have been smaller if um, others had gone with him potentially, but then they, they probably risk um, ruining their own race too. Totally. And I think that's how it played into Hayden's hands a little bit. He was always the the clear favourite. And mm. once he'd got that lead, it was like everyone was fighting for second place and the, the race sort of panned out that way. So to round off the results if you haven't seen seen it live, uh, we had in third place, um, oh, where's he? Ollie, Ollie Chignall come through, so the hometown hero for third, and um, he was outkicked by uh, Hayden Wild's training mate, Sam Tanner, um, and then Hayden Wild, like about a minute 20 in front, just looked so, so comfy. Um, I think the big... The big guy to to miss out was Oscar Baines, who did a lot of the work, especially in the last couple of laps, trying to um, trying to shake off these young guys and Ollie Chignall and, and Sam Tanner. Um, but yeah, he just didn't quite have the the wheels in those last few hundred meters to um, to nab a medal of his own. But shout out to him because he was he was very close. And to have too much, like um, too too much weight, it's not enough speed work. yeah yeah um and it it was definitely like to have someone who's qualified for the world half marathon champs um coming forth in an event that's not even a national champs it's it shows the quality of the field and like um i was talking to the guys and you'll hear it in the interview afterwards like everyone who got a medal in that was, was pretty wrapped. Like they were aware of the class of the, the guys behind them. So yeah, it was good, good, good racing. It was definitely Hayden's to lose, but he just showed how, what a beast man. And this isn't even his main sport. <laughs> he's, he's a triathlete, but you know, talking to some of the crew down in, in Dunedin over the weekend were like, man, he could, he could go for the, aim to run in the 5,000 metres at the Tokyo Games next year, um, which would be amazing. But why would he when he's such a, a potential for a medal in the triathlon? So, yeah. Well done, Hayden Wild. So in the uh, the women's race, which was, was a mixed start race, um, we, we had a really cool battle with three women up front, like it was just a three-horse race, almost right from the start. So we had Cara McDermott and Rebecca Green, another hometown hero, and um, Eva Goodison, who's she's back from the States, came back once lockdown was announced, hopped on one of the last planes home. And uh, so she's been doing some really good training back home, um, also a triathlete, um, but definitely with some great running, um, running legs on her as well. So... It was those three going head to head, and it was just in the, I think it's just the last lap. Eva pulled away, um, just showed her her speed. She's got like a sixteen thirty nine five thousand meters this this year, nine twenty six three thousand meters. So she's a really classy runner. Um, and but yeah, it was good racing with those three. So Eva came through for the win. I think it was Rebecca Green in second, um, and then Cara McDermott in third. 
from memory. So, um, yeah, Rebecca looked really stoked as well to nab a medal um, in her hometown. Yeah. Um, yeah, and sort of other standout performances, Charlie Miller in the under-20s was – um, she was just so dominant, like start to finish, just solo time trialing out the front, looked looked very good. And then another young guy, Cameron Clark from Canterbury, who I'd never heard of, um, he got bronze in the under-20 steeples this year at track and field champs, but he um, he looked really classy up against a solid, uh, solid field in the men's under-20, um, just pulling away for the win there. Um, and I don't know if you saw the news, Stefan, of Robbie Johnston. So number four all yeah, time in Zealand for the 10,000 metres. He was the only one to get pulled up for the no spitting on the course rule. <laughs> so man, that thing is ridiculous, man. I just can't believe it. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> I know. It's it, it's like welcome to twenty twenty where, where runners get disqualified for spitting on the course. Especially, especially when you like win the race by like two minutes or something. Like, was even anyone <laughs> around him ever? <laughs> I, I know. It, yeah, I don't know what to think about it. I, he he looked really smooth and it was good to see him out there doing his thing, like one of the one of the legends in New Zealand distance running. What's he done? Like twenty seven something for the, the 10 K? Twenty seven forty two maybe, don't quote me on that, but very close to that. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly one of the New Zealanders. Yeah, represented New Zealand in the Atlanta Olympics. So quality pretty, runner. Pretty sure um, pretty sure he's um one of the only guys um around as well that scalped um Daniel Komen, I believe, who's the three thousand meter world record holder. Wow. Um, interesting. Over yeah. a over a five K race somewhere, I think, but um yeah. not sure what shape Komen was in that day, but I'd still claim it. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to do an episode sometime on the Kiwi Running Show, like just talking through these guys and girls who like never got medals, um, but were legit like world class runners in their time. And I think like there's heaps of them that we we just sort of forget. Um, like off the top of my head, like um, oh, what's his name, the the steeplechase guy, um, Peter um, oh, Renner. Yeah, Peter Renner, Jonathan Wyatt, you know, you know, there's lots of guys and girls who who just sort of fly under the radar and I'd love to do a kind of a history show sometime and um, get someone on who knows more about that era, especially the 80s and 90s where it was so African dominant um, and so the New Zealand news of our distance crew sort of got lost in the, in the woodwork. But anyway, something for another show. Um, yeah. But I've got to say, with that spitting rule, I did see several other athletes spitting on camera, and I won't call them out, but it did, it did happen. So call Robbie, them out. Call all them out. <laughs> Robbie, you were probably called out for just to show it to the young ones. Look, the um, even if you're the number four all time in New Zealand, we can still ping you. So just obey the rules. Were they were they in the same race as some juniors? Uh, they were. Um, he, probably, he, he probably taught a few of them a lesson anyway, did he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure he did. <laughs> yeah. So, 
kids don't spit on course until we're at least in level one. <laughs> Read the rules, <laughs> just make sure, because you don't want to come through and win your national title or your, your road relays title and then have um, done a snot rocket and be caught up for it and find yourself on the front of the cover page of stuff.co.nz. So there we go. Um, in other news, um, so we've got a couple of races hopefully coming up with the Rotorua Marathon and the road relays, um, but there was also the World Solidarity six-hour Ultra Marathon race, which was a, a virtual run by the International Union for Ultra ultra running um so you had six hours you could run it wherever you like i think there might have been some rules around how you how you ran that i hope there was so it wasn't just all downhill um with a tailwind but it was um mel aitken who was actually the fastest kiwi um beating all the boys as well just just picked andrew mcdowell so for six hours mel ran uh, 73k and andrew mcdowell ran 72.84 so just 400 meters on Andrew did Mel, um, and then second place for the key key we woman anyway Dawn Tuffrey with 69 another really solid performance. So interesting in the New Zealand ultra ranks, uh, there's always more women taking part than men at the moment. It's really fascinating, and half the time, maybe more than half the time, the women are beating the men. So well done, ladies. We we often talk on this show and um, around New Zealand athletics, how men outnumber the women, but in ultra running, ladies, you've you've got it over the, the fellas, so pick up your game, men. I read somewhere about females and their abilities over longer distances, and they are just as good, if not better, in terms of uh, something around like the the transporting of oxygen and stuff over long distances, um, but the only difference is like the muscle mass. And but it's actually it's more beneficial to be like the female build, but then also you still need that you know the the power from the muscle. And so it's an interesting kind of balance. And I'll, I have to try and find the article, but it's quite an interesting read. Totally. And I would like to know how many of these um, women crushing these ultra marathons are mums as well, because it's like it's equivalent to a um, going into labor, <laughs> six hours. <laughs> what? That's a quick labor, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, they've sure been through sure. this unending pain cave. <laughs> that us guys just can't. Um, we just don't have that experience <laughs> in terms of the pain cave. But anyway, uh, moving on. So I wanted to talk a little bit, before we get to those interviews from uh, National New Zealand Cross Country Challenge, I wanted to talk a little bit about fartlek running because we, um, in my other podcast, Workout of the Week, um, we're in a, a little block that we're doing at the moment of fartlek ladder sessions. So I kind of wanted to pick your brain. Like now when when there's not a huge amount of races or maybe there are races coming up, but may, they might be cancelled. Fartlek for me is seems like a really smart idea to keep your fitness up, but not be so structured that you're sort of hammering yourself unnecessarily. So um, what's your thoughts, Stefan, about Fartlek training? And um, have you got any favorite sessions that we can throw out to people? Yeah, I, um, I do a little bit of fartlek every now and then, um, and 
Um, one that I'm going to throw out purely because it's super loved and um, done a lot over here in Australia is the Monofartlek. Um, no. And, yeah. it's, and it's really, it's, I think it's good because it's, it's still fartlek, but it's structured. So, it, but it's not really intervals. So um, for people that aren't familiar with it, it's 20 minutes worth of intensity. Um, and that can vary depending what you want to get out of the session as well. Um, I've done it in various different ways where you can basically you have on and off sections. So the on is always equivalent to the off. So yep. you'll do um, 90 seconds on, 90 seconds off, 90 seconds on, 90 seconds off. So for two reps. And then you'll do four reps of 60 seconds. So same thing, 60 on, 60 off. And then you'll do um, four reps of 30 seconds. Um, and then you'll do four reps of 15 seconds. So nice, 15, yeah. the, the 15s are super weird and intense because you're like, you're pretty buggered near the end and you're like <laughs> trying to sprint, but then it's like such a limited time to float before you need to go again. Um, You've just but slowed down, like 15 seconds is only yeah. enough time to really <laughs> slow down from your sprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, and it's an interesting one, but I generally have, probably run the reps a bit harder and floated softer whereas i know a lot um normally push the float so um, sure. I, I think the idea is to try and run the reps closer to about your 5k pace so you know say you're a 15 minute runner and you can run them in around three minutes but then keep the float still steady like closer to probably around 330 or so rather than dropping back to say four minutes that kind of becomes a jog um, yeah. So yeah, there's plenty of different ways to do it and to get out of it, but it's um, used quite a bit over here in Australia, and I know it's fairly familiar in New Zealand too. Totally. And would you usually do that on a track, or would you do it on road, or uh, maybe grass, or? Yeah, I, I would do it either on the road or the grass, um, like or cross country yeah. course. You can do it on the track if you if you wanted to, um, but yeah, normally. It's a bit easier. You can just kind of try and gauge by feel as much as you can, which is like the goal as well, um, because I think fartlek should be run on feel rather than, like, say, checking your splits or whatever on a track. Totally. Yeah, and it always does break my heart when I see people doing a fartlek session and they're actually paying attention to exactly how fast they're running. So, yeah, getting off-road means you're not so so fixated on looking at your watch and worrying about how your speeds are going and um i think there's definitely a there is a space for doing fartlek sessions on the track but i think it would be more that you've like you need to get conditioned to running on the track but you don't want to do something so um confined that you're running actual actual splits you need a you know, you might need a bit of uh, mental freedom to express your pace without needing to know exactly how fast you're going. Um, so there's that, there's that, but definitely the the spirit of the fartlek is to get off road and be free and, and just let yourself play around with the speed. Um, I've got to say, my favourite all time would have to be the the classic. And I guess if I was only allowed one workout for the rest of my life, it would be the six times three and a half minutes with with 90 seconds off um but i do that the final 30 seconds of each of those three and a half minute blocks um fast like 
sort of mile pace. Um, so usually going at around your kind of one hour race pace up to sort of 10K race pace and then stepping up for that last 30 seconds um, up to mile pace and then jogging the 90 seconds. I, I find that just, it's it's a really fun session to do. You've got a bit of faster stuff. You've got a bit of grindy um threshold type running um but yeah it's it's a cool way to do a workout and especially if you're doing it through the bush and you know over rolling hills it's um it's very fun yeah cool sounds like a good one yeah um what about your own training at the moment stefan you said before we came on the show that you're you're feeling feeling pretty fit um how how are things going and what sort of sessions are you you're banging out yeah, no, it's going, going good. Um, I had a couple this week. Uh, on Tuesday, I had a had one that I hadn't done before. It was um, a like tempo kind of effort for a mile, and then a thirty second rest, and then a four hundred, um, yeah. and then a three minute rest, and then do that three times. So I was aiming sure. for around five five thirty for the miles and sixty six ish for the four hundreds, and just kind of see how how it went. Um, and I was about 520, a 66, a 530, a 66, a 523, and a 62. So I was nice. pretty happy to be able yeah. to kind of change change gears in the, the New Balance 1080s, which has been one of my favorite shoe, actually. It's been going really good in that shoe. Um, Very cool. And then this morning I, I had a threshold run um, – I've been doing around kind of 10 minutes with a two minute break and then another 10 minutes. So some kind of broken up ones. Um, and today I did a 24 minute one, like with no rest. So it was like kind of my longest sustained effort for a while. Um, and the goal was to run three forties and I averaged three thirty nine, So just under that. And it felt, you know, really good and in control, which is like how, I remember tempos feeling like about uh, <laughs> a, a bit quicker, but um, I'm heading in the right direction, which is good. And, you know, nice. running around 70, 75 Ks a week for probably the last six weeks or so. So I'm keen to keep it going for another month before maybe looking at a few time trials myself and testing the body out. Yeah, man, things are coming together. That's good. Have you, um, that last 400 rep that you did the other day, that was pretty close to a sub 60. Have you, have you gone sub 60 um, since the old days? And Stefan 2.0? I, I haven't since the old days. Um, to be fair, I think I could have ripped under 60 on Tuesday, but I um, nice. was wary of, you know, emptying the tank and screwing myself. Um, and I was just <laughs> in my uh, what's i guess classed as a regular trainer shoe so um yeah i think whack on a pair of spikes and fresh i'd be pretty comfortable to get under 60 again right now of um sure. my speed seems to have been maintained pretty well it's just a lot of the threshold and tempo work which is is super hard but um long runs are yeah. up around 20k now on a sundays and around 430s to 415s and starting to feel comfortable so um that's that's been good i've just been progressing really slowly with the long runs so make sure that i don't um jump too quickly too soon but yeah so it's it's been really good what what about yourself have you been keeping fit and in shape keeping sharp yeah 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 a little bit um 
same sort of as you, just creeping up that mileage and um, creeping up those long runs. I've been doing some uh, playing around with some workouts where you, um, I want to sort of build that intensity, but I'd rather have a day a week where I can do some strides and run fast and, um, and then have another day where I'm able to build that intensity but not kill my legs so I can't do that stride session um, later in the week. So just basically nursing some Achilles. So the other day I did a workout where I actually did burpees, um, so 20 burpees, um, to really just get myself into some serious state of fatigue. And then I did uh, 1K reps after that, so 20 burpees and then a 1K rep, um, sort of around 320s, um, so kind of 5K to 10K pace for me at the moment. Um, and so I did that three times, and it was actually really good to feel like it was kind of like a VO2 max style session without needing to run run fast. So by the time you finish those burpees and start your your 1K rep, like you're, you're gassed and you feel horrible, especially your upper body. Um, but you, the goal is to, while running at at a reasonable clip, can you still like flush out that fatigue and um, deal with the acidosis that's happening in your body? Um, so it's a really good prep for for doing harder workouts later on. So yeah, I'm I'm keen to kind of play around with those a little bit more and um, maybe use them with my with my athletes in the future, uh, where that sort of thing fits in. But it's a nice yeah. way if you're feeling like you want to have more intensity in, in your sessions, but you're, you're, if there's a tendon that's just not agreeing with the faster, with the load of, the, um, of all the running, then that's a good way of, of offsetting that, as long as the burpees, of course, aren't loading up that particular tendon anymore. But, yeah, I, it, was, it was a cool session. Felt like last rep, I was felt the the old um, dinner from last night coming up (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it was good give it a whirl at home everyone (laughs) nice one what do you you got um, any big running plans for the weekend or you're kind of just gonna unwind into it yeah i'll uh, do a um do a little stride session and, and a long run for the weekend um down in Wellington see the see the family uh, which will be nice and um yeah then back I've got a week off work so hoping to get some waves somewhere around the North Island so that that will be very exciting so I'll go and hunt some offshores and and find some waves and find some trails to explore as well so that will be very fun yeah. right well we'll Let's transition over to some interviews. So thanks to the Stream Shop um, and Athletics Athletics New Zealand, of course, for providing these interviews. I was on the mic. um, But, yeah, thanks for them for the audio for these interviews. Um, Until next time, Stefan, who knows if there will be any racing by the time we talk next, but hopefully we will have had a national road relays and a Rotorua marathon at least to talk about um, and maybe a few time trials of your own yeah i hope so fingers crossed awesome thanks everyone and happy running thanks for having me mate right so we're with the winner of the masters men so dwight grieve congratulations how did it go thank you uh, absolutely stoked um i've had a few issues coming into this race but didn't know how i was going to go so i just knew today i was coming to run my guts out so this is awesome 
national champs for a Southland. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, well, let's start with the weather first of all. This end of the, you're from Tiano, uh, yes. so, so not too far away. I mean, who would have thought that we'd have temperatures in mid-teens and nice sunny conditions? Yeah, this time of year, can't say that's what I'm used to. <laughs> oh, we've had a good winter, but um, yeah, I've been running no, with a lot of thermals on lately, so yeah, yeah, today definitely got a sweat on. Totally. Now, talk us through the, this race. So Ian McDonald, who's your other Masters competitor, he went out really strong at the start, le leading the overall race. Were you sort of just biding your time uh, back a bit, and, and was that sort of the plan going in? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I've had low iron levels, and I knew if I go too hard, I'd go over the top, blow myself up, and I'd never come back. So I had to run my race. I wasn't too worried who was in front of me. Just run my race to the absolute maximum that I can do. And uh, I'll end up with my fastest time doing that. The coach drilled into me, Coach Sean Cantwell. So, um, you know, you listen to the people that know when it comes right. <laughs> Absolutely. And how would you find the course? Um, a lot of people have said it, it's, it's challenging, but... Um, Looks pretty fun. Oh, it is. It's a really good, fun course. You haven't got too much mud. You can run hard and fast. Um, but there's some really gnarly hills, a lot of undulation. So you're always tipping yourself, your heart rate up. Yep. So to um, it, I'll run it into two sections. You got the first piece was really flatter and faster. Just tried to survive the hilly bits and then run hard for the last sort of kilometre part of it. And cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it was a pretty awesome course. Nice. And what's your focus? Like, what, what's coming up next for you? Uh... I really want to have a go at the National uh, Road Champs. It's in Auckland, so I want to go up and have a go at the Aucklanders, seeing they can't come here. Um, after that, uh, I'm a traditional Kepler Challenge runner. Awesome. Uh, this year, for the first time, I've done 10 Keplers. I'm going to switch and do the Luxmore Grunt, so a new challenge and a new target for me there. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah oh, so a bit good, of a goal. Good stuff. We'll keep up the great work, and all the best with those iron levels. Awesome. Thank you very much. Go Southland. <laughs> Right, so we have with us here the the under twenties champion, Cameron Clark. How are you going? And and how, congratulations on the race. Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I was. I'm super happy with that result. Really tough course out there. Um, but yeah, everyone ran really well today. So really push myself. Yeah, tell us about that, that first lap, because there were like 15 or 16 of you guys, and we couldn't even tell who was who, and yeah. uh, a lot of traffic early on, were, were you sort of just biding your time and pacing yourself? Well, I was sort of just running to what everyone else was doing, I knew we had to start a bit slower, um, I wasn't sure what how the course would go, um, but yeah, I just sort of stuck in there and went with the pace, and just sort of listened to what my body was doing as well, which was helpful yeah yeah and obviously uh Kentap teammate max just behind you yeah. uh, also liam lamb he's got like 824 3k to his name you're probably aware of the strengths of these guys um i saw you put in a little bit of move probably about 1200 to go to just kind of push away from them yeah they're really strong runners and i knew i had to sort of move early because they've got a lot of strength and speed so um i've raced them a few times and i knew what they could do so i had to move a bit earlier yeah. Um, and how was that last hill? It, it looked like uh, a bit of a grind. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I knew the last that was going to really be a push. Yeah. Um, and just coming around the bend here, I was really digging in, and that last hill was just all, all pure, just go for it. Yeah, and did it feel yeah. good once you got onto the downhill and could see the finish line in the site? Yeah, I was just, just running, running as hard as I could. I knew they were going to be coming hard, so... Just a big push to the finish. Yeah, well, congrats, yeah. man. And what's what's next on the cards for you? Are you turning your attention to the roads and then the track? Um, yeah, I'll be looking at doing the road relays yep. uh, coming up, and I'll probably look at doing the road race, uh, national road race. And what's your club? Uh, I run for Christchurch Haven. Awesome. Um, 
so yeah, I've got some great coaches, great teammates there. Um, they push me every day, and they're great, great people to run with too. So awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, dominating performance today. Congrats and go and go and rest up. No, thank you very much. So I'm really privileged to be. Uh, with me here is Shireen Crumpton, so multiple New Zealand representative, with her mum Myrtle Ruff. Um, and so, not to, uh, I don't want to give it out, out of the bag, but people can find out your ages, so we may as well talk about it. So, so Myrtle, how old are you at the moment? Well, I'm 79, but in, next month I'll be 80. Wow, and uh, and Shireen, you're just inside your age group at just the moment. Just 49, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, shortly 50, so just yeah. Yeah. I was hoping it might be postponed for a few weeks and then I could go up an age group. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and so the intention was to have three generations of your family racing today. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, your son's chosen football, yeah. last last game of the season. So, yeah. Um, but you've both just finished your your 6K event. So, Myrtle, shall we start with you? How did um, how did it go? Yes, it was very good. It was much better than the last one, last two weeks ago. Um, and I felt a wee bit more confident because 6K is a wee bit far for me. Yeah. But I still I managed to complete. It. Right, and yeah. so obviously you you live here in Dunedin, yeah. and and yeah. was the weather a lot worse last time? Yes, it was windy, more windy. Right, yeah. yeah. But the, the terrain was good. The yeah. grind was very good today. Yeah. Now my father is 76 years old, so a youngster compared to you. <laughs> um, now I wouldn't trust him going down that sli slippery steep hill. <laughs> yeah. Now well, how was that I hill? Had my spikes, yeah, right, yeah. that, yeah, no, not bad at all. Yeah. I didn't find it too hard. Yeah, yeah. just well, dug in with my spikes. Nice, <laughs> yeah, and, and that is a good tip um, yeah. for any runners attacking cross country. Spikes I are key, think aren't so they? Spikes are the key. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And Shireen, so do you want to give us a little bit of background of, of, of your running uh, career? Um, well, I probably I started when I was 14, um, but not that seriously. And then about when I was 26 was the first time I represented New Zealand. First at World Mountain um, yep. running champs, and then later on couple of half world half marathon champs and then laterally right, um, two to world um, track and field well, champs in the marathon the wow. yeah. Yeah. a fair amount of experience and and have you have you won one of these uh, senior titles in the national cross country not in cross country actually I've had some pretty close battles mainly with Melissa Moon for yes. yeah, sprint yeah. finish and <laughs> things but cross country probably was my least favorite of the events um, but yeah no, never a cross-country, apart from Masters once, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Now, Myrtle, I was talking to you before about how you got into running, and yeah. it was some time in Kenya. A yes, few... I started off in Kenya, yeah. yeah and, uh, and was the whole family living over there no, at the time? just, or? just yeah. Of course. Sorry. <laughs> My sister was born in Kenya. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was there as well. I was born in Scotland and then we moved to Kenya. Wow. Yeah. And that was up at altitude where all the runners yes, are? Yes. Yeah. 7,000 metres. Wow. Yeah. 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 And um, were you inspired by the, by the runners there? Very was that much. sort of how the family love yeah. for running began? Yeah. Well, even little children, they just tucked their, their books going to school under yeah. their arm and just running happily and singing yeah. sometimes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice feeling. Yeah. Um, and is that same for you, Shireen? Is that um, sort of where yeah, you... Yeah, pretty much. But yeah. though I was quite young then. Yeah. I was 
eight, eight years old when we moved to New Zealand. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, yeah, they always looked happy, and yeah, I guess it probably did inspire me. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So what? What? Uh, where to next? Any events over the summer or well, uh, road trips? Yes, yep. I'll go on to the tracks because. I have got the 800 and the 15 and the 5,000 for my age group. Right. New Zealand. Wow, yeah. awesome. So I'll be back this year again, hopefully. And so you'll be ageing up this, <laughs> yeah, set a whole bunch of new records. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully. <laughs> now what is it, what would be those 800 and 1,500 records? Can you talk us through those? Or Ooh, what sort of times are we looking at? Sure <laughs> I'm not sure now. Five. I used to dad five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not one that looks <laughs> yeah. for time. So you just do the running. Yeah, yeah. 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 waves. Yeah. And Shireen, uh, any plans for you? Um, I'll probably try for a few of the Targa records in the next age group. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, well, it's so exciting and, and very privileged to watch you both cross the finish line, smiling and, and enjoying your day. All right, so here we are with Hayden Wilde, the winner of the Senior Men's. First of all, congratulations, and how did it go out there, solo running? Yeah, I, kinda, I went out, and uh, my goal was to go uh, probably start at three-minute pace and descend through the laps, and I uh, looked back in the first, like, 500, and no one went with me. I was like, oh, that's a bit strange, and then uh, so I just carried on anyway, and um, uh, Staffenberg came with me, he's another, he's another triathlete, and uh, we worked together for the first lap. I was kind of semi-using using him for the, for the headwinds just yeah, to yeah. kind of get me into a good position, and then uh, from there I just started started revving up the engine and uh, just try to keep a consistent pace but actually like properly trying to descend it and it was kind of like the same tactic as my Bay Plain Champs um, uh, victory with uh, three races uh, um, ascending and then tempo and then this guy's hard as camp to start and it seemed to work pretty well. Nice one and it, it looked like because um, we were kind of thinking okay has he gone too hard too early the packs all together you know can they hunt him down were you feeling that pinch sort of in those tricky third fourth laps were you questioning whether that was the smart choice or did you feel like you, you were within yourself? Yeah I was uh, I didn't know Really know what to do because I know uh, I know uh, Steffenberg. He um, you know he won the Otago race and yeah, there's other on couple. This course, yeah, yeah, on this course exactly. And uh, I knew the, a few of the guys that he raced were in that pack. And I yeah. know uh, there's a few other guys from you know Wellington and uh, in Christchurch as well. So and they're all real talented runners. So I didn't really know it was uh, what I kind of did. I was like, oh, I just have to stay here, try and keep as consistent as possible because I knew that if I if I'm hurting and I'm holding, trying to keep a consistent pace, they'll have to go you know to tw- you know um, you know 15 seconds quicker per k try and catch up so I know if I got a gap early um, I could I would be able to hold them off but I didn't expect to have about a minute lead on the third lap so it was yeah. quite nice to go into my tempo lap with about a 70 second lead and then uh, just fully just smash at the end to uh, secure the position awesome did it feel good coming around that last bend all downhill for the last 500 meters and knowing you had it in the back yeah it was it was tough eh? like um, you know you all the time you're either going up uh, then you're going down and then on this on the flats where we uh, you know try and have a bit of a break it was just like a real heavy headwind so you never really got a break at all so it was kind of just like battling the whole time you got you know battling uphill even though you had a good tailwind it was just that hills are so steep and pinchy here it doesn't really help too much and then yeah you start going with flat 
minutes and it was just it was tough but it was nice to come down the finish straight uh, with the wind uh, you know trying to blast with the headwinds and that was nice so now obviously right now you would love to be in Europe racing um, some of your, your your triathlon competitors are over there doing it how, how did it feel to be back racing in New Zealand and, and doing cross country yeah it's my first uh, cross country nationals so uh, yeah really stoked to be here it's actually really nice to be home as well you know six months of the year uh, normally racing over there and I uh, normally don't get to see friends and the family uh, but yeah it's kind of gutting like um, yeah the, uh, the triathlon union just announced the world championships two weeks out before a race so it's uh, yeah. very disappointing for like, the, the African uh, Ocean and Asian um, countries that you know we can't compete in the world champs which is quite unusual but that is what it is and well, it was nice to come here and race for a yeah, well it was a national champs but then changed to a challenge champ so uh, yeah well they I, clearly need to change <laughs> the world champs to the world challenge well they, they do they do <laughs> <laughs> they need to follow suit with us and uh yeah it was that uh, was nice though it was uh, unfortunate that cam couldn't come here and um, defend his title yeah uh, it would have been great to have him here you know i trained with him for a couple of weeks um in rotorua so i was uh, unfortunate we couldn't race those boys absolutely now let's bring in your training buddy, Sam yeah. Tanner, who picked up second. So, uh, Sam, congratulations on your second. How did that feel in that last few hundred metres? We were sort of thinking, OK, has Oscar done enough work to take the sting out of yeah, your, yeah, your yeah. guys' legs? But obviously you had it. Yeah, no, I could have had two options today. I was going to go, do I go till I blow with Haydo? <laughs> Or do I just sit in the pack and just relax and trust yeah. trust the work that we've put in together? Yeah. And so that's what I kind of did. And I was like, I'm looking around with, you know, two Katie goals, like, I'm good, I'm safe. Cool. And I don't feel good. So I was just pretty happy with how that played out. Yeah, totally. And so Ollie was just behind you. He was on your heels with about 200 to go. And then, yeah, yeah. And then you put the hammer down. Yeah, yeah. That, that feel good to just uh, free that one up? Yeah, it, it always feels nice to have the have the kick left in the legs at the end of the race. Um, yeah. There's been a few races where I'm like, oh, no, there's nothing left. <laughs> but it was it was good to race Ollie and all those other boys. And Ollie actually said to me with, like, maybe 500 or 600 to go, he's like, you go, Sam. No one, no one can out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, thanks, Ollie. And then it took off, so love yeah, it. That was good. Now, so both of you guys, um, Hayden's supposed to be overseas doing triathlon right now. If it wasn't for COVID, you're supposed to be in, in the States uh, yeah, running yeah. A, in college. Like, what's the plan for both both of you? Like, um, you're in Tauranga, you can train together. Like, um, next few months, what, what sort of goals? Have yeah, well, I get, well, well, actually, we're on the uh, on the coach group chat with Craig. We were having a bit of a yarn, and we're like, oh, it'd be rude not to, but there's a um, there's a Starg and Socks uh, mile. And we're like, well, we might as well. We, we're just having a kid around. We might as well do it on the uh, on the Hill City track tomorrow. Nice. You know, it's the last really? day, so uh, we're, we're, we're thinking about it if he's got the legs. But other than yeah. that, no, I think we're just gonna enjoy the rest of the season, do some road racing, and uh, yeah. wait for track season. Really, nine to fives and a few yeah. other ones coming up. So yeah. he's trying to can... find some leg speed. Yeah. Um, I guess we've been doing like tempo work and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. We haven't really been touching any speeds through the winter, so yeah, it's yeah. nice that we're actually running fast. <laughs> Oh, check <laughs> Jump on in, Ollie. Uh, yeah, so we've, we've, got third, we've got third place. This is sort of the party interview, which is great. So, um, the other guys were just saying um, how the plans for, for the coming summer, summer. Congratulations, Ollie, third place yeah. on your home turf. Thanks, how did that feel? Um, four, yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. It was tough, really tough course. Um, I think that's probably the highest quality field that's been put together on New Zealand soil for 
God, that's how many years. Yeah, it's yeah. real top If, if we had the Aucklanders here, it would have been just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, it was, yeah. Um, yeah, really, really good race. And um, got beaten by two guys who um, I'm very happy to, to be beaten by. Yeah, yeah. Top, top quality. It looked like you were pretty happy with that bronze. Yeah, yeah, I was hurting as well. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. yeah very, yeah, very happy with that. First run back in a while. Awesome. And for you, roads, roads and then track? Yeah, road relays, Hill City. Gonna, nice. uh, gonna yep. get a W. Support um, you. Or fucking Tony. Oh, dark horses, mate. Dark horses. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then hopefully good, um, good uh, summer season. Get a few fast five k's in, maybe ten k as well, and yeah. meet a pace. Yeah. Yes, boy. Yeah. Sounds like Matt Bax is coming back as well. So yeah, give him, him a shout out. Hopefully he comes back. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think he's doing the one hour New Zealand record. Um, attempt at the moment. I think he is. Yes. One hour yes, this weekend. Yeah. Good luck to him on that. He's watching. So, yeah. oh, no, yeah. thanks, guys, and yeah, super excited to see what you guys can do domestically this this summer and spring. Cheers, Aiden. All right, so we have the winner of the Senior Women's Cross Country Challenge, Eva Goodison. Congratulations! And um, how did it go out there today? Um, it was a tough race for sure. Ten k's is a long way. Um, I have been racing over in the states. I'm actually at the University of California, Davis, so I see Santana and right, a couple yeah. of races over there too, which is quite cool to see a few Kiwis. Um, but the races over there are six k's, yeah. so a ten k cross country was hard work. Like, so were you like coming through that third lap? Do I have to do another two, or can I we just call it a race? Yeah, yeah. straight into the finish line honestly i was like six k's i'm i'm pretty done but yeah yeah so you you three had a really good pack with with yourself with rebecca green the local hope and, yeah. and then cara mcdermott just uh, just on your shoulder as well was was the plan to kind of run your own race and just see what the other girls wanted to do or were you kind of were they sort of pushing you along a little bit yeah so it was so good to have competition out there today i mean in a global pandemic it's amazing to be able to have a race and to have competition so yeah. i sort of didn't really have any expectations going into the race i did the hawks bay champs but i was one of the only girls there so it was a solo race so i didn't really have any expectations going in there i was sort of just running with them just waiting to see who would wait and make a move and who wouldn't and so um when rebecca made a move i sort of just stick with her and we sort of just feed off each other a little bit the whole way and then just i had that little bit in the last couple k's to go so just let it go from there. Yeah, dominating yeah. performance, just leading the whole way, especially into that wind, which probably not very California-like. Uh, no, and really not very good for tall, lanky people as well. You're kind of like a piece of plywood just forcing yourself through yeah, the wind. A sail so, yeah. the and so what's the plans for you? Because obviously you were were on scholarship in the States. Uh, did you come back with, with COVID? Uh, has that been the situation for you? Yeah, yeah. So I came back in March, sort of just the next day. Mum was like, come home right now. So I just got a suitcase, took the next flight back to New Zealand. I was actually on the same plane as Sam. Wow. And we sort of didn't really have a plan. We're like, what's going to happen? No one really knew. So during lockdown, I was just with my family. It was actually a really good time. I don't get to spend much time with them. So we really enjoyed it there. Um, Five k's during the, the virtual challenge. Oh, yeah, I did. I did the athletics New Zealand virtual challenges. They were a good training motivation. Um, but it's sort of just waiting to hear and see what happens next. Um, the plan is to maybe go back in January to see if they're racing over in the states. But possibly an who, indoor season. Uh, yeah, 
yeah. Possibly cross country, or it's looking oh, like it no, might be cross country is done. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be here for hopefully New Zealand track season too, getting awesome. a bit of racing. I've been lucky to join the tri team in Cambridge with um, training a little bit with Hayden and the, like the crew there, Nicole Van de Kay and a few of the other girls. So yeah, that's been really good um, to have that training group. Yeah. Well, if there's been one blessing, it's been having athletes like yourself back from the states being able to compete. And although we don't have Auckland, <laughs> look, we've got we've got a lot of the US scholarship uh, athletes back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. well done for your win and rest up and right. look forward to seeing more of you this, um, this cool. summer. Yes, thank you guys very much.